Ho, ho, holy shit! The holidays are already here. What are we going to do? Well, your friends here at HMG have just the idea for you. Put together the ultimate HMG Russo brand holiday gift basket this year for the wrestling fan on your list. Every wrestling fan would love to open up a present with great merchandise from all of our sponsors. Get the limited edition Russo Bro Coffee from thebrosters.com and bam! Bam! You can spice up your holiday with ODB's official barbecue sauce available now at odbsmeetandgreet.com. That's O-D-B-S, meet, M-E-A-T, and greet, G-R-E-E-T, dot com. And when you're cooking your favorite holiday dishes, make sure to use Zordos olive oil. For the best-tasting, ultra-premium, great olive oil on the market, go to zordosoliveoil.com. Make a fantastic gift basket for the foodie and wrestling fan on your list. Wear your Benjamin gear when you want to trigger Aunt Karen at the dinner table this year. It heals over strong all holiday long when you support all of our great HMG sponsors. Make sure to get the perfect gift for yourself and subscribe to ChannelAttitude.com today so you can get all of your favorite Hami Media Group shows and support independent media and content creators in the new year. Your law. That's right, we're right back on track with big money, big nuts, and a big fat chronic sack. And it's American top team putting the Omnicron clinch on all of your freedoms. You will show us your papers or you will be destroyed, infidels. It's John Hartnett, Hacker Hameen, Hameen Media Group, channelattitude.com. YOLO! <laughs> Yes, you are soon to expire, infidels, and I'm here to collect because I put insurance on all of you. That's right. I've, I'm going to profit off of your misery like always, but we're here with the true prophet of MMA himself, the insider, filling in for Big Stevie Cool. It's my man, John Hartnett. How are you doing this morning, buddy? Hey, man, if Congress can profit off our misery, why can't you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. I follow I follow the Nancy Pelosi uh, investment advice. I see what she's going for, lithium, and I, with, with a much smaller investment, I follow that lead. Greatest stock trader of all time, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Greatest uh, country trader of who's all time. Who's Warren Buffett? Yeah, who's Warren Buffett? I just want to know when Nancy Pelosi came up. <laughs> right. Uh, you'd think she'd get her tits fixed with all that extra money, but you know. <laughs> yeah, those nasty little flapjacks. <laughs> oh, These things are gross. Man. But uh, good to see you, Johnny. We haven't, uh, you know, we always uh, stay connected on uh, Messenger, but always good to see uh, the baby face and uh, the dogs of war over there having a good morning, dude. Uh, yeah, we were, talking, we were talking off camera there about uh, the uh, new MMA uh, thing that's going down. Triller, right? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Kavanaugh's Triad. Triad. Yeah, combat. It was pretty interesting, man. And I think those boxers were not ready for smaller gloves and the skill set of 
uh, some of the MMA guys, how they get inside using their head body up and then, and then pepper you up. They're used to staying at range with the jabs, but the MMA guys weren't used to like, Hey, he turned the corner on me and I never saw that punch coming. <laughs> like they, they, the, you know, there was great mix up of styles, man. Yeah. It's a great breakdown of it too. Cause the, the clear advantage was dirty boxing and close for the MMA guys where they could work a clinch, utilize it, pull on the head. Uh, yeah. Pull on the neck, use it for uppercuts, come over the top, put him in a position that's not a normal position in boxing. It's very awkward, but it's a very normal position for an MMA fighter. But then, like you said, cutting those angles in a triangle, it's it's a totally different art. And when you cut that angle and you put somebody into a corner the way that a boxer can, man, like in that small of a, of, of a confined space, it's just it forces the action. And, mm-hmm. man, I, I was I was thoroughly entertained by the whole thing like i was telling you i thought the whole thing was very pro wrestling and like i i I was very much intrigued by the whole whole uh whole show can't wait to see the next one and i'm looking forward to see where it goes with uh with the future promotion and who else they can cross over with because the way they were doing it like man just everything was crossing over uh Mm -hmm. even from the briggs and and rampage thing which just those were the right two guys to put in that position to be the coaches and it, it took a little bit from uh if people are familiar with the ifl the International Fight League, they had like a team concept mm-hmm. when they were trying to push years ago, about 10 years ago, but it didn't really work out. But there was a team and point concept that they were trying to push and get people intrigued into an actual full night event where it was one team versus another and a uh, full season. But that was uh, that was the closest thing I've seen to that actual IFL format put into, uh, put into a pay-per-view uh, model. And it looked, I mean, it looked like it should do well. I, I would understand if if they stuck around for a little longer and actually gave uh, something in, I, like if I was Bellator, I would be doing everything they just did. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The the biggest note to me, and you know, it's got the pro wrestling flavor. I thought they did it better than pro wrestling a variety show wise, because here's a band and music, something fast. Boom. Wow. It's them. Then we cut to the dude with the girls. Boom. Then we go to Nick Cannon. He's hilarious with fat Joe and Eric B and those guys. So we got the good brothers table. Then we do the work with uh rampage and uh, let's go champ Shannon Briggs. And we know that's the work, but then the fighters are real. Then the fight is real. Then we go back to the carny and then we go back to the hot chicks. Now, like the way they shifted gears really kept the flow of that show going in between fights and made you like, Oh, what's next. And, and what's happening in this where, you know, Shannon Briggs and, and uh, rampage are working. But at the same time, as soon as you feel it's even a little bit phony, the real fight happens and then they can talk shit again. So I thought Ryan Cavanaugh and the team did an excellent job, man, all, all the way around on that. And the fighters, you know, uh, what is it? Styles make fights. Right. And it was interesting oh, to yeah. see, to see boxers. They didn't really use the new rules like Superman punch, clinch, uppercut, uh, what was the other one? Hammer fist and spinning back fist. I think only Matt Mitrione hit the, uh, spinning back fist, but, uh, as this evolves past one thing, I think it'll be pretty interesting to see uh, the sweet science versus the muscle and, and uh, you know, inside wrestling ability continue as they didn't have scrubs on this fight. Everybody on here was a good one. I, I, the girls, even though the MMA girl hit her with like a 18 piece combo, <laughs> you know, the, the boxing chick didn't have a stand a chance in that one. That was about the only fight that was like, a, well, I would say the main event too was a landslide. Oh, Frank, yeah, Frank was didn't out. have a chance. He was out. Hey, you know what though? Like from a promoter standpoint, you could not pay to get a finish like that on, no. on television. You know what I'm saying? Like that finish 
that's going down epic, you know, gif of, of a lifetime. And, uh, I mean, from a marketing promoting standpoint, you, you can't put a price tag on that. That's, that's something that's going to circulate, go viral, have, uh, everybody talking and then think it already did. And people are going to want to see it again next time it's out. Like, dude, you see what happened to Frank Mir last time he was on skates and damn near Gliotta was letting him die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi, Dan Mergliata. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, Dan I'm sorry I was so mean to you at, in between round three and four a couple of weeks ago, but you're a good dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, were, you were hot about it. How about that? Oh, I was hot, dude. Booster was grabbing the cage, and I had to run over there, and I was like, dude, what the hell? And he's like, oh, look, next time it's a bit the point. I'm like, next time he's already done it three. You do it. <laughs> there will be no next time. Uh, yeah, next time. I watched that one fight too uh, on where the ref should have stopped, and I can't remember. That guy took a bunch of heat. He's got some like kind of Romanian name, like like the the UFC the, one. Yeah, they just let the dude stay in oh. there and, and get fucking so much head trauma, bro. Like that was that was scary to watch. He refereed one of my friend's fights back in in, uh, in I think he fought Czechia somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. It was messed up. So like that guy Kadyrov runs these fights out there. And it's like third world dictator like show, and mm-hmm. like that's not the first time that guy's done that. You can go out and find uh, a couple, couple good clips of him just basically serving people up there just to. Jesus, I mean, just an old prison guard referee. Let him fight to the death, Lionheart style, right? Dude, they give you the paperwork beforehand that says you know possibly you could die in there, and like you don't really think about it until that guy's a referee. Then it's like I guess maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have your opponent's mercy and not the referees, it's a dangerous situation, man. No doubt about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, that guy's there. Usually, you're worried about them stopping it early, you know, mm-hmm. that guy. But I will say, dude, UFC in the last probably month has had great pay-per-views with, you know, uh, undercards even with a lot of first round, second round stoppages and whatnot. Like people aren't in there just trying to, you know, go the distance unless it's for a title and it's part of your strategy. There's a lot of people in there ready to, to end careers and putting up, uh, you know, uh, undefeated streaks on the line versus each other. I've, I've been enjoying a uh, MMA fight game and especially with this new Carney thing here, man. Uh, things are evolving, devolving, and being more fun at the same time. So I, I'm really enjoying it, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good time for the sport. You know, it's it's taken off, and it's kind of wild to see over 20 years span where it's gone and where it was and where it's going. Yeah. You know, we'll see if the Omnicron takes us back to the Thunderdome, pal. That's where we're going. <laughs> uh, I miss that place. <laughs> oh man uh miss uh big stevie cool this morning y'all uh, dude uh but uh, obviously johnny blaze can uh handle all that dude i've been boxing a lot just non-stop wow i'm <laughs> look at dude that pops me because last night i don't know if you watched AEW <laughs> last night but like after after the match uh that like the booking was so bad last night the first five matches you know exactly who's going over before the bell even rings and they had mm-hmm. Back to back, Daniel Bryan and Punk versus uh, more Lee Moriarty, who I'm sure is a good dude. But and uh, I can't remember who fucking Bryan worked in the opener already. That's how miscellaneous it was. Uh, or it might have been Lee Moriarty there, and then the guy that Punk worked. Either way, uh, nice guys, I'm sure. But why are you booking them against the lowest undercard guys? But then after the match, yeah, on television. And you- Daniel Bryan and fucking Punk both go over to the camera and fucking go like this. I go. 
where's your arms, bro? Like they, they're trying to show that they're super jacked. Like the smallest guys in John's arms are bigger than both of the top guys in fucking dude. Like they need to come do biceps with you, bro. Because like they're, bands, they're big, brother, they're big. those Stevie bands. <laughs> it just popped me, dude. These little comic book nerds that fucking want to act like they're larger than life. When reality is I, you know, they couldn't beat half of my high school in an arm wrestling competition. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you've seen what CM Punk can do. CM Phil. I mean, he was there. <laughs> yeah, MJF ate his lunch, man, on the mic. I thought they were bad. The oh, I heard he brought it up, huh? He brought up yeah. the, the elephant oh. in the room. Yeah, I, there was a couple other stingers he really could have gone hard on too, but uh, he, he got it. He got at him, you know, for sure. And it, it's just exposing of... You know, wrestling is supposed to be fun. You can be a comic book nerd if you're good at this shit, but don't act like you're a tough guy when you get served up and exposed because there's no coming back from that. You know what I mean? So PG punk, two pump, chump punk, or whatever you called them last night. One, one punk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, funny shit. Uh, AEW, AEW rough show last night because last week they started off with MJF and, uh, and and punk and it was so red hot dude it was very very good uh or no did they, what did they start off with daniel bryan and then went into that but they're burning their top talents with indie guys that wouldn't even be main eventers on the indie yeah there's the fudge um you know so it's it's just a bad booking and misuse of your top paid talent for what like what is Lee Moriarty versus Daniel Bryan going to go down in the <laughs> annals of time? You know what I mean? No, it was versus Punk, and he was he was on top. Punk was down in an arm bar for this guy who nobody even knows at all. And, like, your top star is now being beaten by Barry Horowitz for 70% of the match, dude. You know, it's just like, come on, bro. Could you imagine, like, Psycho Sid coming out for one of those, you know, TBS 605 matches and just like, yeah, grab my arm, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I'll, excuse I'll, me. <laughs> super, super callow takes it to Sid for seventy percent of the match. You yeah. know, <laughs> it was like, bad. It, it, yeah, the, the formula is pretty basic. I just don't understand why everything has to be a. Everything's got to be ten minutes. Everything's got to be twenty. Got to showcase everybody. Everybody's got to be tough. Everybody's got to be good. Everybody's yeah. got to know the role on the card. Everybody's got to know the role on the show. Everybody's got to know what their role in business for the show is and do business like it's not there's no it, dude everybody isn't going to get over as as the hero of the movie you know what i mean if everybody was the hero of the movie then like what are we doing you know why am i watching this thing there's only one hero right or you know maybe two and then you, you're building this story and then you're going to get to you know the climax and the, the blow off of whatever the business is and there's your story you've been you've told the story these yeah. like everything they're trying to do now is just that everybody's equal. Everybody can. It's like, man, hey, dude, when the Jaguars, Tony Khan knows is better than anybody. When the Jaguars play on Sunday, you know, like they yeah. don't get to take, they don't get to take, uh, you know, uh, the Chiefs to a neck and neck game, you know, on Monday Night Football. Like they're losing by thirty. It's not even going right. to be close. <laughs> and it's like. You know, that's their that's their role in the NFL. Or if there it's your guys shit like, match, that. like the Giants versus the Eagles, that match can be fine. But take Lee Moriarty and the other cat that faced Daniel Bryan and put them in your undercard, not versus your top properties to pull ten minutes because no. these guys are ex world champs versus indie guys, bro. 
and no disrespect, like I don't even know who Lee Moriarty is. You know, yeah. like I don't even know who he is. I can trip over him in the street. Like, dude, all right, I'm I'm nobody. You know, I'm just an enhancement guy. But like, I don't. I'm not going to wrestle James Bryan on TV fault. next week. And look, yeah. when they put me in a match, when I was supposed to wrestle on 205 Live, I don't say who I'm supposed to wrestle, you know. But dude, they were coming to me asking me what I wanted to do. I said, Thank you for listening to Hami Media Group's free preview of today's show. If you want to hear the entire show ad-free, then you need to subscribe to ChannelAttitude.com. ChannelAttitude.com is the only place where you can hear the hottest HMG review shows for AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, along with all the inside shoot on the business, rumors, and news from the Hami Media Group host. Once again, thank you for listening and or watching, and don't forget to subscribe to ChannelAttitude.com.